Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'll be joined by Bob Lowry. We're going to talk about test trips, region test kits, and photometers. We're also going to go over what parameters to test for each week. Also, if you're interested in any material by Bob Lowry or his online course, his certified residential course, you can learn more about that at pcti.online. Let's jump right in, and we're going to talk to Bob Lowry about the best testing method on your pool route. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. Let's move into um, water testing methods. Talk directly right now to the test strip pool guy. Well, I think the test strips have their place. I know that the test strips have come a long way since the 70s and 80s when I got into the business. The test strips were pretty good back then, but the problem has always been um, twofold, in my opinion. First of all, around the edge of the little pad that's on the strip, there's a different color than in the middle. And your eyes are trying to figure out what color that is based on a set of standards that you're looking at. And it makes it difficult to figure out what that color is. So they've tried over the years to make the pads better so it's uniform all the way across the pad. In the beginning, the center of the pad was like a a starburst almost. It was one color in the middle, and it gradually got lighter and lighter as it got to the edge. And it made it difficult to figure out what, what color the pad was. And so that was one of the problems. And they have... They have since made a better uh, device for reading the pad, and that is they've got now um, test strip readers, which are handy because you you dip the whole strip in and read six or seven tests all at once uh, with a reader that is much more accurate than your eyes at discerning colors. So optically, it's a better thing to do, and those readers also have now programs with them that that keep track of everything and print things out and show you on a screen what it is and 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 stuff like that so they're better but but strips for me have only been something that if you want to know if the pool is okay or all right then strips are are good for that Mm -hmm. but if you want to know if the alkalinity say is 110 or or you know, 85, you can't tell that with a test strip. Um, It's just not accurate enough to do that. Maybe with a reader it can be, but but, um, with your eyes and using their charts, you know, I'm sure they they have to look at some differences, but most of the time, even on the chlorine level, it's got – you know, zero, two, and five. Well, how do you know where four is? You know, mm-hmm. so 
Um, I think there's problems with scripts that way. I think they have come a long way over the years, and they are better than they were before. The strips are actually some of the reagents that are used on the strip, especially for chlorine, are much more accurate than DPD is. Um, Syringe aldazine and TMB are both better reagents for chlorine than, than DPD is. It's not subject to as many interferences. Yeah, so but, I like using the test strips to verify things a lot. Like, so when I'm doing a, a, a photometer or a region test, the test strip comes in handy for saying if there's something weird going on. And so I use those a lot for that. And I also, you know, if you get, you know, if you're really having a busy day, windy days, things like that, test strips come in handy for that because the ballpark when you're cleaning, spending an hour cleaning a pool because it got destroyed by the winds, um, serves a purpose that day. I, I don't recommend they I use them every they, day. They have their place. I'm not saying don't use them. I'm mm-hmm. just saying if you need accuracy, they don't have it. Yeah, that's for so. sure. So between the region and photometer, what, you know, I know a lot of health departments are moving towards digital and photometers themselves. Yes. The commercial end. Um, what, you know, the reagents, I think you run into some some of the same problems with reagents with test strips. We have to read the color yourself, too. Yes, that's true. Um, and the reagents, you know, can expire. And if they get hot or they get cold, they can be bad, too. So, you know, there's there's problems with any of the uses of them. The electronic devices have have eliminated a lot of operator error. The spin touch, for instance, that has a little disc, it's almost impossible to get a bad reading with that. You you take a syringe and you 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 suck some some pool water into it and you squirt it into a little disc, put it in a machine, close the door, and that's it. You can't do anything, you can't change it. it you know, it prints it out on a screen and sends it to your computer and even print a copy of it so you can leave it with a homeowner if you want. So it does some great things, but at the same time, um, some of the service techs have said that it's, it's inconsistent with readings, it's expensive, but others have said it's great, it's a time saver, it's a permanent record, and so on. So there's always two sides to everything, but a lot of places are moving towards that. I do also like the the idea of uh, a color cube, for instance. Mm-hmm. Uh, they make a good unit. Um, and those, you you put the reagents into a liquid, just like you do with all of them, and stick it into a reader and push a button. They they give a pretty good. They actually per- update. They actually updated that recently, Bob. They have a uh, color cube two X. And so it has it reads it has two wavelengths now, and so it's much more accurate and quicker. Um, right. I I have the Pro Nine just now. I just got that, and so it does iron and copper too. Um, so I think the photometers have a little bit more ranges they can test for. Like I mentioned, the copper and iron with the Pro Nine, the Spin Touch can do borate, they can do phosphate. So the reagent is limited somewhat to the basic test, right? Yeah, pretty much to the basic test. If you want to do anything special. Um, they're not, it's not there. Um, in fact, for borate, the only test for borate is a strip. There is a method that uses a liquid, but um, it's not really, nobody actually sells a test kit that's a liquid reagent for borate. But the so, spin test uh, does do a borate test now. They have a disc. Um, right, it's on the disc. Yeah. Right. But it's, it's actually, I think, the same reagent that they use uh, on the strip. Um, the other thing, uh, you know, Taylor makes a good 
a good unit. Um, they've got the new, I think it's called DSR or something like that, that reads strips. Mm -hmm. um, so they've got a strip reader now. ITS makes a unit. It's a little bit longer for, for tests because their unit, you, you actually dip the whole photometer into the pool and fill up the sample cell. And then you use a test strip. But the test strip is, it doesn't read the strip. It's a delivery system for the reagent. You dip the strip in and wave it around and long enough for the reagent to come off of the strip. And then you push a button and it reads, the photometer reads the, reads the color for you to your phone. Yeah. And um, you can then email it or interface it with your computer. So um, it's a pretty good system. But again, you know, if you're going to make five or six tests on that pool, it's going to take you a good, you know, 10 minutes to do it. Like the spin touch, for instance, you know, you take a sample, you squirt it in there, you wait a minute and you got all eight tests. Yeah. You know, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's the only, I think, you know, when you're looking for a tester, if you're, you know, a pool pro looking for a testing method, I think the reagents are faster than the photometer pretty much in every single test they can do. However, the photometer probably is more accurate. And in the long run, I, I think that's where the health departments are moving towards. I think most right. most of them are using, you know, a photometer of some type on their testing. So um, I always, I'm kind of old school about what I check for every week. So, of course, I check for the chlorine, free chlorine, the vine chlorine, the pH. And then old school method, alkalinity doesn't change very much, you know. And so the old school guys do alkalinity once a month. They do pH and chlorine every week. Calcium hardness, we do it every quarter. And then you do the LSI once a month for the calculation. Of course, you're going to need calcium hardness, and you're going to need the alkalinity for the LSI and the water temperature. So what do you think guys should be testing for out there in a residential pool every week? Should they be running all the test factors? Is it necessary? No, I, you know, I think that I think your old school method is that old school. And I think some of those things need to be tested more often especially if you have a pool where you're, you're always having to add acid to the pool. That tells me right away that you need to be checking alkalinity more often and getting the proper alkalinity so the pH doesn't go up so much. My idea is that the calcium hardness, cyanuric acid, and TDS are not going to change. Mm -hmm. You know, those you could test, I don't know, once a month, once every two months, something. It doesn't, not really that important. But I think that you need to check every time you go to that pool, pH, alkalinity, and free and total chlorine or free and combined chlorine. But you need to find out uh, if you've got any combined chlorine. That's, a, that's an important thing. And, you know, that, again, goes back to safety. And you need to make sure that you've got the proper residual in there and that your chlorine is available to do things. But I would check those three things every time you go to the pool. And because I'm a believer that if you get the proper alkalinity, that you're not going to have the pH being going up all the time. A lot of times people say, oh, how come the pH goes up in my pool all the time? Well, my first question is, do you have a chlorine generator? You know, or do you have a negative edge pool or a water fountain? Because if you do, the pH is going to go up all the time. But if you don't, and the pH is going up in your pool and it's just a regular pool, my first thing to look at is alkalinity. And if you've got an alkalinity of 120 or 130 and you're trying to keep the pH at 7.5, it's never going to happen. 
the alkalinity is so high it pulls the pH up. And so you need to get the alkalinity back to 90 or 100, and then the pH won't, won't be pulled up so high. But if you're only checking alkalinity once a month, that isn't doing it. Yeah. So the old school method, I think, is old school. It's it is old school, and, yeah. and you need to you need to update it. <laughs> <laughs> so I think there's definitely a lot of debate on the best testing method out there between the photometer, reagent testers, and test strips. And I hope you found this helpful in deciding on which test kit to get for your pool route or which test to use to do the test factors each week on your route. And if you're looking for the other podcast in this series, just go to my website, swimmingprolearning.com, and on the banner on the home screen, you can click on the podcast icon, and then you'll see a drop-down menu of the previous episodes I recorded with Bob Lowry. And of course, if you're in the industry, you want to enhance your business or you're starting out, definitely check out my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. A lot of great benefits for joining there, including a discount on your general liability insurance. Again, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.